fuck again? Who used this one before? That I don't know. That I don't know. Welcome to Ah, We Suck Again. <laughs> okay. uh, we decided we were going to start a podcast. That That's Mike. I haven't yet figured out what I'm going to call him. I feel like he needs it. It's a sports podcast, so I feel like you need a nickname because that's like sports, right? Well, if it's like hockey, you just, you just add a Y or an S-I-E on the end of, of my name. And so, so there's you, the nickname. So Mike C. Mike C. <laughs> Mike C. I prefer Mickey J. Mickey J. Reminds me of a video game, except it's Gabby J in the video game. What video game is that? Gabby J. No idea. Uh, I believe it's Super Punch-Out. It's like the very first opponent you face. Huh. Anyway, sure. that's Mike. I'm David. This podcast is, I said sports. It's, I mean, I guess maybe it'll be about sports. It's more specifically about hockey because we live in Canada. So no stocks and stuff. No stocks and stuff. Yeah. Or the podcast is called Stocks and Stuff where we talk about the end stuff. Mike likes stocks. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever Mike posts on Twitter about stocks, I post a gif of someone yawning. <laughs> That's how it works. Um, speaking of Twitter, you can follow Mike at Downtown MJ. Did yeah, I that right. Yeah, yeah. You can also follow myself at David to my peers. Um, it's just a thing. It's a thing. Anyway, we we decided to call the show uh, "We Suck Again" because we both cheer for different hockey teams, um, but we we live in the 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 hockey market of teams that suck the most. I don't know if that's oh, yeah. entirely yeah. true. They literally have the best player in the world, or one of them. And fail to make the playoffs. Thirty years of suck. Thirty you really, years of suck. You really break it down. But we're not. We're talking about the Oilers there. But I don't know how much we'll talk about the. Maybe we will. I don't know. We'll see as this goes on. Oh, we got to make fun of them. Mike's a Canucks fan. I'm a Leafs fan. Mike was just saying before we started recording that my team sucks slightly less than his, and I said, "Really? Because we're both golfing. Like we both won the same number of playoff rounds this year, which is zero. Yeah. I just my team just did it with a little more heartbreak. But you were there. You had a chance. We were there. We were in the dance. Yeah, we were in the dance, I guess. But it, just, it, it, it happened again. And I said, we can't start. When, when I texted you about, because you've been harassing me for quite some time to start a podcast. And I said, okay, uh, but we can't start this podcast until my team officially sucks. So we had to wait until they were eliminated. Because what's going to happen? Let's say we got we to gotta lay the ground, the ground rules now. What happens if one of our teams does the thing and wins the Stanley Cup? Do well, you have to be off the podcast for the next year? At least one episode. At least just one. one episode. <laughs> just one of us by ourselves. We never get to celebrate. No. That's what we're saying. So so if the Canucks or the Leafs happen to win the Stanley Cup, um, we don't get to come on here and go on about how great we are. Yeah, there's there's always at least the one crappy player on the team that you could just <laughs> you could just rip on. Oh, I love it. I love it. It's just yeah. Say the Leafs happened to win the cup this year. Gardner! <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, the, the following <laughs> podcast would be like, yeah, we won the cup, but did you see Nylander's season? Ugh. <laughs> that but, got, got but he got paid. He got paid. Um, so <laughs> that's th- those are the rules. We officially can't we, we, we can't celebrate the, the, the positives of our team. Look at this homeless guy breaking into this vehicle here. <laughs> yeah, Red Wings fans, you know what I mean? Ugh. But maybe he'll be on the show someday. I don't know, though. I was going to make a comment about, you know, you have to have a, a head of hair to be on the show, but then you're here. But I'm wearing a toque, so you you're can't tell. You're wearing a toque, yeah. And, I mean, can't if you tell. grew it in, you would have a full head of hair. That, oh, yeah. That guy, that Red Wings fan that we refuse to name, uh, he would not have a full Balding. head of hair. Baldy. You can say it. Balding. 
Oh, he is balding? Yes. Oh, yeah. I thought you were calling him baldy. No, 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 no. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. So, yeah, I mean, that's kind of the idea of the podcast, I guess, is really we're just going to crap on our favorite teams. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> now, what? yeah, I don't know. I don't, okay, I'm interested to see how this goes. I just can't wait. I just can't wait for Mike to come in next year and be like, I told you, Elias Pettersson, greatest hockey player Stud. since Wayne Gretzky. Yep. But you're not allowed to say that, apparently. Oh, no, I can say he's good. And then Just the rest of the team. Most of them. Most, most of, them. of them. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Markstrom's the second coming of Patrick Waugh or what? Going to be better. He's got one of the best masks in the league. I love the ears on the mask. Next, Terry Sawchuck. But then I think, I think his mask actually maybe got outdone by Mike Smith's mask. His Mike Vernon tribute mask was pretty great. What did what did you think that was at first? Well, initially I was like, is it like because of how it was white on the bottom, it looked almost like at quick glance as if it was a shot like it was looking down the like the ice and then the top of the mask was like what you would see like you know like the 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 ceiling of a building or whatever. Cuz then when I saw like the flames thing, I was like, "Oh, is that supposed to be I wonder if that's part of like their jumbotron or whatever." I was trying to figure out if it looked like it was a picture taken basically from his viewpoint, right? And uh, and then I was like, "Oh no, this is a Mike Vernon mask." Cuz then I saw the ears and stuff. I was like, "This is fantastic. It's a great mask. Great mask." You watch her. You watch her chuckles. From the jumbotron. <laughs> yeah, well, I was like, "What is it? It's so weird cuz when you first see it, it just looks like a the wrong color red for the Calgary Flames, which is funny. And then B, initially when I just saw it quickly, I was like, "What's? why is it all white on the bottom? I thought, oh, is it like ice? Is he looking down? And then it was literally where it said flames. I was like, is that part of the Jumbotron that we're looking at here? But no, it's 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 even better. Mike Smith seems like the guy that would take a picture towards himself <laughs> just so he could not, look at himself. Not towards himself. No, no, no. From the Jumbotron. From the Jumbotron. <laughs> No, I just, it, at first glance, I thought, oh, is this like a view from the net sort of thing? And I was like, when you when you look at it much, and heck no, it's not. Someone like Luongo needs to do that. Just a picture of himself on his mask. <laughs> I like it. It's like how you can get, uh, oh, what is it? Honestly, is it like hoodies that you can zip up and your face is on it or whatever? So when you zip it up, oh, it's yeah, just yeah. your face. Oh, no, you know what it was? It was motorcycle helmets that you can get mm. your face imprinted on, which is hilarious and would actually make for a funny goalie mask now that you mention it. Really Someone would. needs to. But it, but my question is, is it going to be like, you know, a handsome goalie? Like Henrik Lundqvist puts his face on his mask? Oh, he'd never get scored on. But People how get lost in both sets of eyes. Yeah, I'd say how weird would it look? Because, you'd, yeah, you'd have to put the eyes so they're all, you, you'd see them. Otherwise, or is it just like, yeah. Maybe it doesn't exist because it's so such a weird idea. But I want to see it. Yeah. Is everything you start a petition for this? Everything just jumbo, like enlarged to fit the mask. Like, like Markstrom's ears on his mask do not look human sized. Mm-hmm. They look large, right? So, would you just blow things up like that so that it took up the whole mask? Yeah, yeah, I think you'd have to. Yeah, I like that. I like that. <laughs> I, like that. I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. Or you need the ugliest goaltender because then it's yeah. That was my oh. other thought, but I, but I was oh. like, I don't really know who the ugliest goaltender is. Because you don't tend to see their faces. I mean, you only actually see like Koskinen. I don't see. I don't know what his face looks like. And are you just saying that because you're like, ugh, well, Oilers? Oilers. No, no. I mean, I could look it up. Miko Koskinen. Let's see. I like that. The first thing that comes. Up. Yeah, he's pretty ugly. Okay. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> he is. He is. He's, he's Finnish, right? 
Is he Finnish? Yes. He looks. Rush. No, he's Finnish. Yeah. yeah, I was like, he looks Finnish. He, he, yeah. You know, I mean, but he looks but, finished. Yeah. No, he's just getting started. He's and he's just getting started. 18th highest paid goaltender. 18th highest paid goaltender. I like that. That's a thing. As if like you're saying that as if it's like a bad thing. Like I mean, yeah. could you not then technically you're making an argument that he's the 18th best goalie in the league? No, no, no. He should be at that. Contract, that's what I mean. Though, like, but he's not. I mean, I wonder. Where, yeah, I wonder. I think where. he was uh, around 40th ranked of the goaltenders last year. That really? means like backup goaltenders were better than him. Yeah, I mean that's the argument. Is like yeah, but I guess it also depends on uh, Fox Sports. Do I really care? Yeah, whatever. It's, oh, they don't know anything. It's stats, right? Uh, what? Told ya. <laughs> yeah, but looking at some of the yeah these these are counting clearly these are counting uh, backup goalies. This guy played what's, two games. What's that second one? Christopher Gibson. Okay. New York Islanders played two games. Neat. Landon Bow in Dallas played two games. So the first guy who played a, a decent amount of games is Jordan Bennington, 32. And then you have Ben Bishop. Might as well just put Bennington into the Hall of Fame already. Oh, jeez. Just goes, walk him here in goes, there. Here goes Mike. Walk him in there. Here goes Mike. Yeah, what are you going to do if he wins the Calder? I mean, 32 games is a decent enough amount of games. Well, I guess it's half the season. It's not even half the season. So, Go total wins for goaltenders. Total wins. Is this going to... Oh, there we go. 39. Andre Where's he Vasilevsky. ranked? Oh, Jordan Bennington. He's had 24 wins, I think is what it was. Uh, there he is. So he's 20th. And what's first? Is that right? Yeah. Well, so he so Bennington had 24, and Vasilevsky had 39 in 53 games. So he had 15 less wins than Vasilevsky. Yeah, but... Okay, so Vasilevsky played 53 games. He had 15 less wins in 21 less starts. Yeah. So the pace he was on, he could have come close. So why not put him in the Vesna conversation too? Because, <laughs> I mean, you know, you know that uh, Pedersen's probably going to win that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, I, I think. The one maybe. bright spot on a dark team. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, what about Markstrom? Come on, man. Actually had a decent year. Yeah, but... he was 12th. 12th in wins. Yeah, he had, when, can you guess how many wins he had? When your defense isn't I mean, you good and you... Face that many shots, you're going to save some of them. Yeah, he had, he had he was above 500. Good for him. Yeah. Well, I mean, once you count shootout losses, then technically no. But he was 28 and 23. That's fine. Not a bad team. Not bad. That's fine. Um, no backup goalie though. Hopefully Demko can do something. Frederick Anderson had 26 or 30 26 wins. <laughs> Anderson col- had 26 wins. 36 that collapsed wins. when they needed him. Uh, oh, what do you mean? Well, more down the stretch. He was okay in the playoffs. Yeah. But. Oh yeah, he was he was fine in the playoffs. Down the stretch for sure, he was not good. And I I mean he did get some time. I think he was playing hurt or just tired or whatever, because there was he did get a bit of time off and he kind of came back looking a little bit better. Um but uh yeah, as as the playoffs as playoffs rolled around, he I think he was fine. Some people made an argument about, you know, oh he's not good in in like closing out series or whatever. I'm like, what do you expect? Your, your team needs to score more than one goal probably in a game seven. That would have helped. Yeah, and the Gardner effect. Yeah. A solid solid giveaway and was it game? Was oh, it yeah, game it was game seven. seven. And, yeah. and it was the, what ended up being the game-winning goal. Of course it was. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. But I, will, I, I put in that game, I don't remember everything, but I know the first goal for some reason. I don't know why. And this is one of the things that drives me crazy about Frederick Anderson is he, he had the stop. Had the puck, could have covered it, could have froze it, played it, which a couple seconds later led to the Travis Dermott giveaway in the back of the net. If you freeze that puck, 
there's a good chance that doesn't happen. Babcock told him to. And a lot of Bab, times, Babcock told him Bab, to move Babcock. It. And a lot of times he likes to play it. Like he likes to keep play moving, which, okay, I guess. We're not playing shinny in game seven, though. You know what I mean? Like maybe, maybe exercise a little caution there. Um, I don't remember the rest of the goals if you really pin them on. I mean, the Gardner giveaway was right out front. Well done. What is happening? It's there? a great pass to the wrong team. <laughs> to the wrong team, which he's he's been known to do. And it and which is funny because like sometimes you go, yeah, okay, players make giveaways. It happens, right? Blatant. Players, bad. Yeah, but here's the thing. Players make blatant bad giveaways. Not every player, but it happens. The problem for Jake Gardner is that it's happened now in two game sevens. He's he's come up in game sevens and just went, well, that was not he had played fine. Before that, that whole, I mean, that game, there was a time where the Leafs had, you know, like, they were the better team. And I think you could make, make an argument for at least half the game they were the better team. Unfortunately, their chances weren't going in, and their third period was not good at all. <laughs> like, you, you need, yeah, yeah. They're going to miss, they're going to miss him, though, at the same time. If well, that's he the leaves. thing, like. I, I, and I'm assuming he will leave because I don't know how they do it. I don't know that he wants to leave necessarily. They can't pay him, though. That's it, right? Like, the only way he's staying is, A, if they can move some more contracts. Because obviously, obviously Marner's number one priority, and I think that gets done regardless, right? Like, yep. even if a team offer sheets him, um, which I don't – I know last I saw, I believe Dubas was saying reports were that he wants to get it done before July 1st. Um because learning his lesson from the Nylander debacle, uh, where you don't want a guy sitting out half a season. He, you heard what he said. He wishes that he wouldn't have held out and would have played from the start of the season. Oh, right? Nylander? Yeah. Yeah. Friggin' guy. Which is fine. Like, I I'm, I float back and forth between camps of trade Nylander, hold on to Nylander. I think Nylander's the easiest piece probably to trade that's the most significant sort of, like, freeing up space so that you can sign Marner and sign you know, Kapanen and, um, and Janssen. But at the same point, I kind of go, I mean, I, I, I don't want to give up on him that easy because I know you trade him and he's going to go somewhere and he's probably going to be pretty good. Right? Back it's to like, his uh, 60, 65 points. Yeah, and I think part of that was the whole, like, playing him or refusing, not refusing, but not really playing him consistently on a line with Matthews this past year. I understood when the season, when he first jumped on the ice after signing that contract. It's like, yeah, okay, don't rush him back, right? Like, give him time to get his legs under him, all that kind of stuff. But then the fact that he just never really got consistent time on that line with Matthews was like one of those things where I didn't understand. I was like, is Babcock just trying to spread the offense out? Or is he punishing Nylander? Hot take. I don't think Babcock is that good of a coach. I don't. He definitely makes questionable choices, and Game Seven was proof of it. The fact that we're down by multiple goals in the third period, and he's got the third line, which has been hot garbage in that series, out trying. To, why was Patrick Marlowe on the ice in the final minute or two of the game trying to get a tie? Like just ride veteran your, trust. It's stupid. Just ride your top two lines. Who Matthews was a beast. After game two, I think in that series was the best. Like I think he probably ended the series with the most goals. Get him on the ice. You know what? If you if you don't want Matthews on the ice for five minutes of straight time at the end, understandable, obviously. But 
you got a solid other line there with Marner and uh, and you know what Tavares is the only guy who scored a goal in that game for the Leafs. You could probably just bounce those two lines back and forth if you wanted to give your team a bit of a break and have possession time in the in the offensive zone to you know rest up those two lines. Okay, go with your fourth line. They've been pretty good at possession in the offensive zone. Or have they're your not, big centers out there and cycle some wingers in there. Yeah, they're not scoring goals necessarily like the Trevor Moore line, but they were they were a spark plug almost every time they were on the ice. Why in God's name was that Marlowe line out there? If we could trade Patrick Marlowe, not that I dislike the guy. I think he seems like a great guy, whatever. Obviously, that contract, that six and a quarter million dollars, is a big stumbling block for being able to sign those three pieces. For And that's the, the frustrating part. It's, it's literally one more year. It's just this one year. And you go, ah, if we can find a team to take him and Marlowe is willing to go because he's got a no-movement clause. Why would he? Ah, I know, right? Like, why would he? But at the same point, if, uh, I don't know. <laughs> If only guys had a Pedersen. Why? <laughs> we've, we've, we've got multiple offensively skilled players. On that contract, he's too good. He's too good. Is he still on his ELC? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah we've, we've had that for the past couple of years. That's the problem is all those players are coming off their ELCs now. <sighs> so we've got, I mean, Matthews signed. That's great. Got to sign Marner. I, and, I, and I guess if it boiled down to we keep – uh, like Marner, I be, you know that's a no-brainer, and we all, say we only get to keep one of Kapanen and Janssen. I kind of go back and forth. I lean towards Janssen more than Kapanen. Kapanen's great with the speed, and he can kill penalties, and maybe that's what wins him the job. I don't know. I think Janssen could be better long-term, and he's going to be cheaper. I just think Janssen's not the first-round pick. Yeah, when well, I also type. think Janssen's a more well-rounded player. Mm-hmm. Um, Kapanen, it was it was on display at f- full mass this playoff series. Is Kapanen lacks any real finish, even though he's finish. <laughs> but the guy's got speed and can create opportunities. Mm-hmm. But he's he can't. You know, I mean, yeah, he scored twenty goals this year, right around. I don't know if he broke. Uh, he hit twenty. I don't know if he broke twenty. But it's like when when he gets those breakaways, creates those opportunities. You know what he's doing. He doesn't have any hands. He doesn't have any. It's just he's going to shoot, and chances are he's going to miss the net. <laughs> I, I, I saw a post yesterday. I was trying to find it. It was some Leafs fans yeah. breaking down a list of like RFAs slash in the UFAs in the next year or two coming yeah. up and where everyone thought they would all land. Right. So someone hopingly said uh, Marlo would be back in San Jose somehow. Yeah, yeah. Captain, I saw the Islanders or Buffalo. It's yeah. an interesting spot for him to land up. Nylander is well gone. Yeah, Everyone thinks Marner's staying, and he probably will. Yeah, Marner's too valuable. To and like then someone snuck in. Uh, he wasn't on the list, but someone snuck in Matthews in Arizona. Just <laughs> asking for to get out. Uh, yeah. You know, when they lose. Yeah, I don't, I don't just see that like Edmonton, I mean, every loss. Oh, McDavid wants out. Yeah, McDavid. I am interested. Yeah, well, and that's the, I mean, that's the difference between the Leafs and... And the Oilers, though, is that the Leafs are actually at least making the playoffs and being a, a good team. They just keep running into Boston. <laughs> but there was all those rumors Matthews hated, well, not maybe not hated, but didn't get along well with Babcock and very that, well. I, I, I'm hoping, this is what I hope, okay? If Babcock, if Babcock's back, which I think, I mean, he should be. Oh, he'll be back. You got to make, there's got to be changes made either in personnel for special teams or that personnel that's there needs to get their crap together. Uh, because when you have a power play that gets put together like that with those players, that first unit, 
and it started the season fine. But then once teams figured out what they were doing and that Matthews had a disgusting shot from that spot, and then all of a sudden they were like, okay, or the Kadri high tip. Um, once they figured that out, that power play just stands around and try to pass the puck and try to, mm-hmm. you know, like thread thread the needle. It's like get get some movement. Um, once teams figured that out, that power play was not reliable at all. Yep. And so either a change needs to be made there in personnel or, like I said, they really need to reevaluate and figure that out. Also, there needs to be there needs to be a change made with Babcock in the sense of how he uses his star players. You know what I mean? Like there needs to be less reliance on, as you mentioned it, like that that veteran leadership experience character sort of guy like like a Patrick Marlowe and go, look, our big guys, like our, our big threats are obviously the Matthews line and the Marner slash Tavares line. You know what? Those guys should not have less ice time unless, unless it's a game where they've just taken a bunch of penalties and they're not killing penalties. And that's something that drove me nuts. Boston's power play ran all over Toronto because very good power play. it is good, but Toronto doesn't use Matthews or Tavares on the penalty kill. So every time Boston had an offensive zone faceoff, you know who was out there taking it? Bergeron. I don't know what the percentages were. I want to guess. I would bet that he probably won over 90% of those faceoffs because one of the Toronto's, best in the league. Well, and Toronto's best two face-off guys. Toronto's one of the best face-off teams in the league. They're not on the ice for the penalty kill. So why not get them on the ice, take the face-off. If they clear the puck down, get off the ice. If they get oh, stuck... That's too they, smart. Why would you right? do that? But if you, if you lose the draw and you get stuck on the ice, fine. You know what? That sucks. But your role out there is to win the face-off. And if you can increase your chance of winning that face-off, good. Instead, every time is like, oh, they won the face-off, Bruins possession, back of the net basically how it went right yeah. like even in i'm trying to think if it was uh one of the games in toronto if it was game six or if it was game three uh or uh, sorry four that boston won but marchand had just like the ugliest uh power play goal oh i thought you're gonna say face <laughs> well that's yeah that's every game no ugliest part where it was literally like the face off was scrummed and then marchand just came in and he went put it in right like yeah. just off the face off where i'm like you know what if you can improve your face off percentage when you have your two best face off guys sitting on the bench because they don't kill penalties it's all marner, about possession it's all about possession now well in marner it's crazy because like marner kills penalties which he didn't at first and then babcock started using him it's like oh he it's, actually it's very weird him over yeah Tavares. i'm not but the thing i, I sure. think it's i think it's probably due to the fact that you know like when he gets the puck, he's very certain with the puck, very sure with the puck. So, like, getting it out, getting it to guys. You know what I mean? Like, that side of the the, the argument. But, yeah, I'm like, well, okay, use him. Great. Why not use one of those other stud forwards that can win face-offs? You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it blows my mind. But So, those, those kind of changes need to be made. And I think, yeah, I know there were a lot of people calling for Babcock's head after Game 7. And I will fully admit I tweeted after Game 7, basically. I was like, oh. Will this be the last Leafs game for Babcock, Kadri, no. and Gardner? Not and, a chance. And, I mean, like obviously Kadri didn't play because he was suspended. Um, <laughs> yeah, huh, go figure. At the same – yeah, Kadri's a, an interesting one because the contract's good, and when, he's, and when he's there, it's worth every penny. But the problem is, he's yeah, he's put himself in a hole two years in a row by getting himself suspended. Yeah. And what, what could you get for someone like Kadri if you were to – 
move him with that contract. There will definitely be teams that are looking for that guy who could either be mm-hmm. their second or third line center. Yeah. Going forward, could you get some assets in turn? I don't know if you'll get a first. Yeah, I don't know. I think you could you, get you could for sure get some usable assets. Like I don't think you're going to take back an NHL player at that point. No, it'll be it'll yeah. be a prospect and a yeah, pick exactly. or something. Right. Which because they traded their first for Muzzin, so they could probably yeah. use a uh, some picks here as well to restock some. So I mean that's that is an interesting, interesting one for me is yeah because that's obviously I, I think it's only four point something that he's getting paid. Yeah, four point three, something maybe? like that. Eh, four point three, forty three. Maybe, maybe he worked that. <laughs> He's like, dang, I should have. Players had a like to number. do that. Yeah, ever since Sidney Crosby, but the should have had a higher number. Um, and why didn't Matthew sign for three point four? Uh, you know what? Thirty point four. <laughs> yeah, no, I was gonna say he should have signed for three point four, and then Marner could sign for one point six, but he's gonna sign for eleven point six or sixteen million, isn't he? Dang it. <laughs> um, yeah, no. I'd be interested to see what they do with Kadri. He didn't have the year this year that he's had in the past, offensively anyway. But 4.5. 4.5? Yeah, he was like, no way I'm signing for 4.3, guys. Come on. He's like, wish I had my junior number of 91, though. <laughs> I think that's what he was in juniors, 91? I think so, yeah. Or, like, or 93 or something like that. Yeah, anyways, it was a high number. I know yeah, that. 4.5 modified, modified no trade clause till 2022 it ends. That's when the contract ends? Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean... It's a I, decent deal. Yeah, well, of course it is. It is. What is the modified, I wonder? I don't know. Probably just a number of teams, right? Uh, Ten-team no-trade list. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, w- once Game 7 was done, I was like, okay, I'm this, this offseason is going to be interesting for the Leafs because they're... I mean, they're not in a place to go after free agents. Nope. Because they got to sign their own. And I'm interested to see what what they do and how they work it. I think most Leafs fans would say if you can get rid of one of either Patrick Marlowe or Nikita Zaitsev, which Nikita Zaitsev, again, like his number's not that high. Yeah, like bad year, though. Yeah, well, I don't know that he's... It's invisible compared to his first I, year. I don't know that he's had a year that warranted a seven-year contract. That's the crazy thing is like the length yeah. of that contract. I th- again, I don't know specific numbers. I'm pretty sure he's in the fours. So it's not like it's, you know, Most this top four uh, defensemen are in that range. Yeah, but is he a top four defenseman is the question. Well, he looked like he kind of was he after be. year one, but that's the way GMs are going. They're take yeah. see this guy have this year, take that chance to sign to a long-term deal to save some dollars, and you hope it works. Jakob Slavin, guys yeah. like that in Carolina that look yeah. like studs now, that's what they were kind of hoping with well, Zaitsev. And where they sit now with the Leafs, the boggles my mind a little bit is that you looked at this season you went okay you know jake gardner comes off the books and maybe you can you can either use that money to help soften the blow of these three rfas or you might be able to sign one or two of them and keep gardner but then they went out and they acquired muzzin who has another year right in that same neck of the woods of how much he's getting paid so i'm like okay so you just got rid of that wiggle room that you had and don't get me wrong like muzzin's a, a kind of defender that we can use um, he was fun to watch in the playoffs, just to, making people explode uh, with some hits. But Trevor Moore was also a lot of fun to watch. It was also fun to watch Zach Hyman, who apparently had a torn ACL. The author. The yeah. author himself. Yeah. Played that series with a torn it was either ACL or MCL. He's, it's impressive. I've, I've been there with a torn ACL. And the way that, impressive. And the way that he handled Chara. Like, there were multiple times where it's like, I mean, Chara's getting old. But where he took a seven-foot monster and just went, get down. <laughs> like... Mm-hmm. So, I mean, whatever. Um, 
I'm I'm interested to see what happens this off season. It should be, it should be fun. Yeah, well, at least your team's in the playoffs or has well, made they, the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, I mean, but here's the thing. Like Vancouver actually played some meaningful games. Yep. You know, like there was a, there was a stretch there where it was like, oh, this team could have an outside shot at making the playoffs. It, it was a it was a ten game stretch in December that really held them back from from making. I think they lost eleven to twelve or something like that in a row. Yeah. yeah. I like how you said a ten game stretch and they lost eleven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> don't worry about math. Math. <laughs> this but isn't this that, isn't stocks and stuff. So no, no, no. Really, I don't need to worry about the math the here. Stuff. I save it for stocks and stuff. Yeah. But that stretch is what, in the end, that was the difference. Now, this would have been the year to potentially make it with the lower amount of points yeah. it took to make it in there. And as Colorado showing, you know, you just get in there, well, you have and a chance. And, and Carolina. And incredibly weird playoffs that have happened. Yeah. Yeah. Could have like, been the year. I mean, when we're recording this, Boston is 2-2 now, right? Yep. If Columbus manages to win, does that leave, oh, I guess. and That'd and, be the two wild cards. Yeah. Columbus and Carolina. Well, and Carolina, Carolina still got closed out, but yeah. Columbus and Carolina. And then, and then uh, if Colorado, is that 2-2 now? Yep. So say Colorado can beat San Jose, and then that leaves you St. Louis and Dallas. Is Dallas a wild card? Or were they, yeah, or Dallas was a wild card. Could you imagine, though, if it was just all the wild card teams in the conference finals? Because they're, they're be all awesome. still there. They'd really be awesome, actually. It's crazy. But, yeah, man. Um, so it'll be, it'll be a fun little offseason. I think interesting. Do you think Vancouver brings in anyone, or do they just kind of stick with what they're doing? Do they have room? I don't know. Oh, they got lots of cap yeah. room. Cap is not an issue for them. It will be in about two and a half. Yeah, when you guys years when the, that season ends. Yeah, that's when they'll have, have any kind of cap issues. Which I'm very disappointed that they didn't try to make some moves to acquire even some contracts and get like a pick back in it at the deadline to give a player right. or something because they yeah. have the cap room and they could have done that, pick yeah, up yeah. some extra picks. Right. But, you know, with the team sucking, their draft record sucks even more for dropping, which they do every single year. Right. You get Chicago and yeah, Philly yeah. and guys like that jumping up, well, New Jer- winning. Well, did New Jersey jump up this year? Not from no. behind. Yeah. Like, but Chicago. Right. Didn't miss a playoffs with that many points and jumped up past them. <laughs> no luck for Vancouver in that situation. No. Down one or two spots every single year. But yeah. dropping helped them get Pedersen. Yeah, there you go. I mean, they could have also drafted him if they picked higher. <laughs> Which they might had have. Had they had them on, yeah. I if think he they was on their list at that point, right? I wonder. But um, yeah, man, it's it is what it is. Anyway, so the, that's I think I don't know unless you unless you want to say other stuff about other teams that suck. Because basically every every year it's thirty teams that can say, "Oh, we suck again," <laughs> even if you lose and. Triple overtime of game seven. Ah, we didn't win. Only one team wins. Ottawa was one game away from the cup final a few years back. But yeah, and then the next year they were. And now they're atrocious. Oh. They are. I, that's my they're only. They're the Edmonton dumpster fire of the East. They were. I was rooting so hard for Ottawa to win the oh, draft sure. lottery. <laughs> Simply because. Me too. Colorado doesn't need to get better, but that would have been great. Oh, <laughs> add, a, add the first overall pick. While right. While making it to making, the second round, at yeah. least. Yeah. Oh, man. That team is fun to watch. There's been some teams this year where in the playoffs we go, they're just fun to watch. Them and Carolina. It's just because I, I I don't know what it is. I mean, watching Columbus sweep Tampa, like watching that last game and how Columbus was, the fans were reacting was great. I don't find Columbus to be an exciting team, per se, to watch. But, yeah, Colorado and, and uh, 
uh, I was going to say Columbus. No, Colorado and Carolina. They just turn it on. What are you looking at? Oh, just uh, for whenever we're done here today. <laughs> there always has to be a shot at Edmonton. Like, that's just what I'm going to do. Yeah. So. What's your shot? Well, I just got to. Yeah, you got one shot. Take it. Gotta find the exact year here. Hold on, hold on. Oh man, keep talking about something. Give me a second. Oh, uh, okay, real quick. I'll do the social medias again. You can follow Mike on Twitter at Downtown MJ. Sounds like he should be a basketball player or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> uh, is like as if Michael Jordan shot nothing but threes. That's what Mike's Twitter account is at Downtown MJ. Uh, you can also follow me on Twitter at David to my peers. Um, did you did you get it yet? Did you get no, it? Oh, no. man, alive. I'm, okay, um, my yep. Welcome to the show. Ah, uh, we suck again. Oh no, we're not starting over again. Uh, we're we're talking about teams that suck. We we debated calling this podcast as well. Two guys, no cups. Even though the the Leafs have won a cup multiple, but not not in my lifetime. Which is why we didn't allow the unnamed Detroit Red Wings fan to be on the show because well they they've got a couple cups in his lifetime. So maybe the last time the Oilers were a half decent team was ninety nineteen yeah, yeah. when they won the cup. Sure. I mean, they did go. I mean, yeah, they went to the Cup final in 06, but they weren't. They weren't a good. They they backed into the playoffs, yeah, which shows any team can make it. <laughs> exactly. So we're about we're about 29 years in counting of suck for the Oilers, right? Which makes me laugh that mm-hmm. this fan base even still sucks <laughs> or sticks around with it. Right. Team. Right. Sure. But uh, so that's how going to end it off. Is the the sign off is always going to be. The Oilers. 29 years. 29 years and sucking. (laughs) Except, except, (laughs) except they won a cup that year. (laughs) No, 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 no. 29. 29 years. Yeah, yeah. No, I know. Yeah, yeah. It's just. Sorry. Okay, we'll go 28. 28 years and sucking. Don't break my heart, man. I've had much more pain than that. I would take a Leafs cup in 1990, and that being the last time they've won a cup over what I've had to. But you really wouldn't remember it. No, I know I wouldn't really remember. And that's my it. favorite thing about Oiler fans. A lot of these, yeah. Is, oh, well, we won all these cups. I'm like, okay, you're my age. You you do not remember your that's team fair. ever being good. That's fair. Your team went on a cup run, sure. But your team was never good. Yeah. See, I can't, At least you can say my team was like conference champions and stuff yeah, yeah. a few times and went to yeah. a cup final, all that. And they were actually a legit good team. Yeah. See, I and, and that's the thing is I uh, I don't think – I mean, the Leafs have gone to the Eastern final – a couple times that I can remember, like in the late '90s, early 2000s, then obviously the Western Final in the mid '90s, before before the the whole world shifted so that the Toronto was in the East, which they are. <laughs> Why they're ever in the West, who knows? Um, but yeah, that's 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 the closest they've gotten. I don't even know if they ever played a Game Seven of the Eastern Conference Final. They must have. They must have at some point. But anyway, wow. now I want to go back and look. But anyways, that will do it for the very first episode of Ah, oh, We Suck Again. And the Oilers, 28 years and sucking.